atop the Rocky Mountains, the crossroads of the West. West. You are listening to the Liberty Roundtable Radio Talk radio Show. Talk show. All right, happy to have you along, my fellow Americans, Sam Bushman and Kirk Crosby, live on your radio. Hard-hitting news the network refused to use, no doubt, continues now. This, my fellow Americans, is the broadcast for November 21st in the year of our Lord, 2019. This is hour two of two, and our goal always to protect life, liberty, and property, and to promote God, family, and country on your radio and the traditions of our founding fathers. We ended yesterday or last hour on a good news and a bad news story. On one hand, the majority of Americans support, strongly support, I should say, religious freedom. The Beckett study or Beckett Foundation created a study about that. Great news. On the other hand, the largest political socialist organization in the country, the Democratic Socialists of America, wants to uh, turn the Democratic Party into the Socialist Party. They're working on it hard. And, you know, the the Socialist Party and the Communist Party are like-minded as well so time will tell what will happen there but we ended on the story about this british socialite they call her lady cullen campbell and i don't know that she's really a lady but she basically defended um, the embattled prince andrew after uh you know his ties to jeffrey epstein the pervert and she basically said hey that you know what child prostitution isn't the same as pedophilia and uh, what a nut case this lady is. But Kurt, and I wanted to kind of uh, bring this up, and we just didn't have time last hour. So, uh, you know, this idea that, well, we can divide these children and some are prostitutes and some are just little kids. That's where the lie starts. But that's also how they back into and, and, and promote these strong perversions uh, of God's laws. And, and eventually it's like, oh, we're, we abhor this. We, But then over time, it's like, you know, there is a difference or, you know. And people, children in the Convention on the Rights of the Child backs this view. Hey, children can decide what they want to. And and before you know it, Kurt, they're going to move into this space where you and I would reject it completely. But over time, they'll make it normal. And pretty soon, if you reject it, you'll be the outlier. You'll be the one denying people their, quote, freedoms. Uh, and I mean, this is just the beginning. But when you have in America, the Socialist Party live and well. The Communist Party, live and well. The Democratic Party moving towards and almost merging with these uh, by their leaderships. Uh, and then you have this perverted lady overseas promoting this agenda. Uh, I'm telling you, it, it spells bad news bears for the world and for what we hold dear, Kurt. Well, I couldn't agree more, Sam. And, uh, you know, when you look at the uh, the numbers, at least... Uh, Like you talked about this lady, uh, you know, the word gets used pretty uh, loosely, I think. Um, And, uh, you know, and yet uh, the real ladies or the real um, exemplary women, uh, you know, so many times they're not in the uh, uh, spotlight, if you will. Most of them are just, uh, well, I say just, uh, but they're being the mothers and the uh, wives and the uh, exemplary women that we are aware of, Sam, and they do great things. Uh, and uh, thank goodness to them. I, I, I'm thinking of the phrase where the uh, one, le- well, the leader of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints said that if the uh, women ever, uh, good women of the world ever, basically quit doing their 
main job, their world will never recover. And uh, so the world needs good women just like it needs good men. And uh, that's what we hope for. Yeah, I guess Biden loved child. 99% match. Did you see this, Kurt? I missed that one, Sam. Oh, Kurt, come on, buddy. Sorry about that. I'm just, well, you know, just out of touch, you know, that's what it is. I know it. You can't help it. You know? But really, Biden love child confirmed a DNA test, 99% match. Now, this is Hunter, right, Kurt, that they're talking about? I guess so. All right. How much do you know about Hunter's deal? Well, about the money or about No, the, about the love, I mean, child. Kurt, come on. I'm unaware of, you know, the right. sort well, of Why don't you go ahead and just type in Biden love child. Okay. And see what you get on this, Kurt. It's important that you kind of discuss this because I think this relates a lot to the culture where we're talking about is why I'm kind of bringing this up and spending a little bit of time on this Hunter Biden story. World Net Daily and others are documenting it, but I guess there's something to do with his brother's wife and then this love child. And then, you know, did he have a wife? And I mean, it's just this weird. And the sad part is we dismiss this behavior from our leaders, Kurt. DNA <clears throat> confirms that Hunter Biden is the father. Kurt. And so here's what happened. Well, <clears throat> this chick got pregnant. Yep. And um, Biden said, hey, that ain't my kid. And the thug even went so far to try to get it, you know, dismissed or whatever. <clears throat> but the woman said, no, 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 no. And I guess they forced a DNA test. And now 99.9% it's his kid. And now Hunter's not even fighting the fact that it's his kid. But here's part of what I find fascinating. How do they let that happen to Hunter? But when people claim that Bill Clinton has a love child, they claim that Chelsea's not Bill's daughter. It's Hub Webble's daughter. They claim uh, this black guy is Bill's son. But there's no testing for that, Kurt. But court docs now say DNA's evidence confirms on this one. Do you want to? respond to this but the double standard is interesting to me the other interesting to me thing to me is no one seems to be worried about this story at all kurt well it sure seems like uh you could uh at first when you were talking about hunter biden uh, and i'm looking at the arkansasonline.com where it says uh you know the headline dna tests show hunter biden is father of arkansas woman's baby i thought you were talking about the uh um sister-in-law basically uh you know in other words says he his other brother his one brother died right and you know i, I and was, so then hunter's know, dating uh, the brother the dead brother's wife right that's what i understood now while he's dating the, about that while he's dating that girl kurt <clears throat> uh-huh. he's getting another girl pregnant yeah um Anyway, and so, like you said, I mean, you could certainly connect the Arkansas that with the Arkansas President Clinton and say, hey, um, how come, you know, this uh, we're not doing a DNA test on uh, on this? Well, I can't remember his name, but, uh, you know, 
the one who said he's the son of uh, Bill Clinton, right? I mean, we don't see that uh, in the news story. I guess. Um, so the girl's the, name is London Roberts, from what I understand. She's 28 years old from Arkansas. She got pregnant. Biden previously denied that he was the father of the baby. So she demanded that a, a lawsuit be filed. He said, hey, dismiss that thing. Well, now, this lady says that, hey, Biden privately admitted the child was his, but wouldn't acknowledge the fact in public. That's according to the U.K. Daily Mail. You've got to go overseas to get the scoop on this thing. I like this part where it says, uh, soon at, uh, the Arkansas Democrat Gazette posted a story early uh, about the DNA test-related court filing. <laughs> soon after, the Trump campaign tweeted out a link to the article, adding three words of its own. Congratulations. Congratulations, Joe Biden. Uh, yeah, but let's be clear. That adds confusion. It's not Joe's child. Well, I know, but now he's a, Joe's uh, grandpa. Grandpa, yeah. Darn right. Now, Roberts is a former basketball player, Kurt. She left Arkansas to work in Washington, D.C., where she eventually met Biden. And the two entered into a relationship while he was involved with um, his sister-in-law. I guess an exclusive interview with the Western Journal, Roberts, attorney, the guy's name is Clinton Lancaster. Not well, Bill Clinton. No, no, no. This is Lancaster uh, <laughs> law firm in Little Rock, Arkansas, said the DNA test has positively established the paternity <clears throat> of 99.9% there. Mm-hmm. Now, I guess they say that neither Roberts nor Biden would have contacts with the ability to manipulate the results of this test. So they, you know, put the test far afield. Now, listen to this. They say that um, Hunter Biden's wife, Melissa, accompanied her husband for the testing. Hunter Biden's wife, Melissa. Now, they had to shut down the whole lab of the day. That way it would create a complete confidential environment for... Biden and Roberts, and that way, Kurt, there would be no way to get the results mixed up. Okay. And they got the results within six hours of the testing. See, that doesn't happen for you and me. It takes like six weeks. For those guys, it's six hours. To ensure the test, quote, integrity. I guess the attorney was um, in the lab with the uh, vial of Biden's saliva sample. Uh-huh. And uh, there you go. They had to really... You know, drill into this thing because they're afraid that it would be tampered with. Now they well, say that I don't even understand how that could happen because he uh, denied ever uh, having any relations with her. I mean, you know, you can't. Uh, yeah. I mean, of course he's uh, truthful about that. Now they say Roberts has no desire to take advantage of the paternal family, but does want Biden to support his child. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. And she says we want people to do the right thing. Yeah, the right thing would have been never uh, participating in this kind of activity in the first place. Yeah. Now they're going to put together a hearing for uh, to set up child support, Kurt. Yeah, that ought to be interesting. Yeah, so the litigation now is going to be how much should the appropriate child support amount be for a guy like Hunter that's made a lot of cash, baby? Of course, nobody can reach Hunter for comment. Maybe you got to talk to Joe on the campaign stage to get answers, huh? 
Hi, I'm Patty, wife of former Congressman Steve Stockman. In Congress, Steve sought impeachment of Eric Holder for his corruption of the Justice Department and his fast and furious gun running that caused border agent Brian Talley's death. Steve called for arrest of Lois Lerner for her contempt of Congress as it investigated her targeting of conservative nonprofit groups. After four years, four grand juries, and millions of tax dollars, Steve Stockman is in prison. His case involved four checks to nonprofits. DOJ has one standard for Hillary Clinton, but another for folks like President Trump and my husband. We've spent all our savings, all Steve's retirement, and much of mine. Steve Stockman has fought for you and America. Won't you join me now to fight for Steve? To help, text FIGHT to 444-999. Text F-I-G-H-T to 444-999 or go to DefendAPatriot.com. DefendAPatriot.com. Now, Mr. and Mrs. Uh, Sir Galahad, what seems to be the problem? Well, it's just not working. She's been very unrealistic. Really? Ever since he rescued me from the dragon, we've been drifting apart. That's not true. We were supposed to live happily ever after. Well, this isn't a fairy tale. <laughs> At first, he was gallant and chivalrous, opening doors for me, holding my chair, taking my arm. All right, I'm not as young as I used to be. He simply isn't the man who swept me off my feet. Well, you're not as young as you used to be. <laughs> Mr. Sir Galahad, maybe if you started by just holding Mrs. Sir Galahad's hand when you're together. Really? Yes, try it. Okay. All right, go on, take her hand. Careful, little oil. Marriage. You're never too far apart when you're still holding hands. From your neighbors, the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. Now, look into each other's eyes. That's right. Raise your visor. Oh, the blue yeah. For more tips on strengthening your marriage, visit family.mormon.org. power of love shall prevail, ladies and gentlemen. We're talking about the love of Jesus Christ and the love of an honest marriage between one man and one woman, legally and lawfully married together, bringing children into the world the way our Father in Heaven, the God of all creation, intended it. Within the bounds of the Lord has set, not the Hunter Biden way. Hunter Biden's got a love child. They're going to battle on how much money should be given to child support there now. And I guess you got to, uh, you know, you can't get any answers from Hunter on this thing, Kurt. So there you have it. Well, I don't think you could trust any answers from Hunter, uh, you know, as far as I can tell, uh, you know, according to the stories I've seen, Syracuse.com has got one that basically says, uh, Hunter Biden fathered child with woman while dating brother's widow, DNA test reveals. Uh, now, you know, I was thinking, when was this baby born? And uh, looking, I guess it's August of 2018, so it's more than a year old. Yeah, Sam. but that's how long it and, takes uh, to get justice when you get six-hour DNA test, Kurt. <laughs> what I want to know, though, Sam, is uh, ask yourself this simple question. What if one of the uh, president's sons had participated in this, participated in this kind of activity do you think uh, it would be very well known way a long time ago? Yeah, you know what they'd be saying, Kurt? I'm going to ask the question just because you told me to, and then I'm going to answer. What if um, Donald Trump's sons were to engage in this kind of similar love-child experience? And the answer is they'd start, you know, the, the phrase, the headline would be like father, like son, wouldn't it, Kurt? Well, it would have been known a long time ago, Sam, and everybody would be hitting on it. It'd just be beaten up. I mean, imagine. So the the brother, uh, Bo Hunter, dies of brain cancer in 2015. Um, 
I mean, the Biden family has just got to be uh, like a, I mean, it's worse than a soap opera, Sam. And, and, uh, it's no worse than the Hillary the family. Where it says, well, I know, uh, but where the scriptures that say basically, uh, the, um, basically there's no, uh, in wickedness, there's no happiness, you know, it just, and these people, you know, sometimes people think, man, it should be nice to be wealthy and, and, uh, well-known and rich or whatever, like, uh, Clinton's and the Hill and the Biden's, I'm telling you, not, not the good stuff. All right. Kurt wants to tell you about a, a former teacher that got indicted, Kurt. Hmm. Let's see if I can find that one. Um, oh, yeah, I remember. You know, the sad thing about this, Sam, is it's just more government school run amok uh, kind of thing. And, you know, you've got uh, bottom line is, uh, you know, in the days of old when we had the Ten Commandments, you had prayer in school. You know, you didn't really hear uh, stories about this. But now, of course, there's no Ten Commandments in school and no prayer in school. But uh, you've got, um, let's see if I can find it. Uh, I remember the story. But Headline says, you know, former teacher just... indicted for alleged sex act with 13-year-old student. All you got to do is label that student a prostitute, Kurt. It's no problem. Yeah, pay some cash for it to make it legit, according to the United Nations, and you're good to go. Now, see, doesn't this stuff mess, just make huh? you sick, ladies and gentlemen? Yeah, and and yet, um, you know, if you mention that, hey, uh, look at the difference. Uh, we used to have uh, the Ten Commandments posted. We used to have uh, prayer in school and those different things. If you mention that or bring that up, people just kind of sweep it under the rugs. Well, and, and you know what? Hey, the big I offenses see. back then were, don't you, Kurt? Well, chewing gum was somebody was walking and talking and being loud in the halls or something like that. Or I mean, somebody might even get in a fistfight, Kurt. It'd be crazy. Mm -hmm. Good point. But that's what you have. You know, if you watch the movie Lean on Me, it kind of highlights when people try to clean up the schools, what happens to them? They get kind of railroaded and attacked and whatever. All right. Any more on this uh, teacher involved a student? By the way, WND creates a log of, of these kind of behaviors. There's just hundreds of them. Yeah, and and yet if you look back, Sam, and you, all you got to do is do the scientific method and look and say, hey, when did we not have this? What was the difference? I mean, it's easy to see. You take God out of society, and you, I mean, you just got a a road of havoc, you know. Yeah, but the students are back in it, Kurt. Students walk out to protest Chick Fil A at football games now, so. You know, we're seeing more, well, and more and more of that. Um, and then the subheadline, atheist group <laughs> demands high. Well, no, that's not the subheadline. That's just another one. But yeah, another you know, story. We'll uh, get to that in a second. In you know the Chick Fil A uh, story, it's just part of this whole thing. But I, you know, the when it, when student groups walk out, I'm thinking that's not any big surprise i think when i was in there i would have walked out for anything because you don't want to be in there but you know that's just you know 
Well, and really what you need is an investigation, though, to find out who provided the leadership to walk out. Students don't usually just walk out of places, Kurt, unless they've been given kind of carte blanche approval to do so. Now, I'm not saying that one or two students might not do something, but I'm telling you that the mass walkout, there is an organization there. There is a signaling of it's okay or encouraged or whatever to do, or else it wouldn't be being done on on a mass scale. I'm telling you right now, there's organization, there's money, there's the nod of approval somewhere or this wouldn't be happening. And see, that's the part left out of the the details of these stories. I believe that a real investigation should happen. But see, who's going to fund that? Who's going to take the time to work on that investigation? But you'll find out there's money, there's organization, there's not of approval by teachers' organizations or parents or somebody somewhere above that adult-wise is making that all happen. Or else I'm telling you, it wouldn't be happening in mass, and it certainly wouldn't be happening in a coordinated effort. I'll tell you that right now. Good point. Michael Faust writes this piece from ChristianHeadlines.com. Students stage walk out to protest Chick-fil-A at football games, and then you look down in there and you find out it's an Oregon high school. Um, And this group of students, well, the group is organized by what's called the Gender and Sexuality Alliance at West Lynn High School. They say it it has seen an increase in bullying at the school. the home football games traditionally feature a Chick-fil-A food truck, uh, and uh, they say hate crimes and harassment. We're not going to stand for that anymore, and we're going to make sure school is a safe place for everyone. We're not going to take it anymore. Well, it's not a safe place for God-loving people, uh, is it, Sam? Uh, you know, they're not going to allow somebody to put up the Ten Commandments there, are they? No. Uh you know, well, let's move to another high school to make your point, Kurt. Headline says atheist group demands that high school football coach stop praying with his team. Right? Well, yeah, there's no, you know, it's pro-choice there, is there? They're not going to let them choose to pray, are they? Nope. They're going to just say they demand no, no more of this, you know. And, well, it seems uh, like they just want the girls to get knocked up and then they just want to go ahead and abort them. And that's their agenda, Kurt. Well, that's what it seems. And you would like. say, Sam, don't be so you know cavalier with your language here. Look, that's what's going on, folks. And while we're murdering babies, you want me to watch my language? Yeah, you know, with our tax dollars. And then, hey, Sam, don't use that term. Say, you know what? Um, they're with child. Is that how I should say it? Because you know, back in the day, you couldn't even say pregnant on TV, Kurt. This uh, story about the uh, coach praying with his team uh, is out of Missouri. Uh, Werner Todd Houston has the piece from uh, Breitbart, and it says uh, the Freedom From Religion Foundation, they're always working hard, uh, sent a letter to the Cameron School District in Cameron, Missouri, demanding that the district instruct coach Jeff Wallace and assistant coach David Stuckey to cease praying with the players. According to Fox News, uh, we ask that the district commence an investigation into the complaints alleged and take immediate action to stop any and all school sponsored prayers or religious worship. When, when does a school pay for praying? I, as far as I know, there's no praying. Uh, pay for pray. Uh, anyway, the group's attorney, Christopher Line, also asked the district to relay how they intended to remedy this serious and flagrant violation of the First Amendment. 
it's a flagrant violation of the First Amendment to pray. Uh, however, the district superintendent, Dr. Matt Robinson, replied by noting that the district had received no complaints from anyone in the Cameron community. Robinson went on to assure the atheist group that the district does not endorse any particular religion, but that they would look into the complaint. Uh, the uh, Robinson went on to say the district is currently investigating the concerned raised by the Freedom From Religion Foundation's letter pursuant to the district's non-discrimination policy. Uh, I hope they remember that our buddy Matt Staver and crew uh, will, well, here, here's a little bit from them. The First Liberty Institute says uh, he's the special counsel there for litigation and communication. Jeremy Dye said uh, um, they noticed, they noted that there were no complaints from anyone withstanding, meaning no one actually affected by school district policy in the community has filed any complaints. But these uh, atheists are working hard to get God out of everywhere, aren't they? Yes, they are, but we're battling back in the culture war. The American Family Association just emailed me. I forwarded it to you, Kurt. Pull that up. Their headline is positive, and we got to focus on it. Headline says this. Three reasons why the culture war is still winnable. You got to dig it, and we got to keep standing for the sacred cause of liberty. Proclaiming liberty across the land. You're listening to Liberty News Radio. USA Radio News with Chris Barnes. A short time ago on Capitol Hill. This is the seventh in a series of public hearings the committee will be holding as part of the House of Representatives impeachment inquiry. That's the chairman of the House Intelligence Panel, Adam Schiff, opening the hearing. Today's witnesses include Fiona Hill and David Holmes. Hill is a former official with the National Security Council, while Holmes is a counselor for political affairs at the U.S. Embassy in Ukraine. Yesterday, the same committee heard from European Union Ambassador Gordon Sundland, who insisted that, quote, everyone was in the loop in a quid pro quo involving Ukraine. Democratic presidential candidates were making pitches for health care at a debate in Atlanta last night, and Massachusetts Senator Elizabeth Warren said she would lower the cost of prescription drugs, while Vermont's Bernie Sanders said America's current system is cruel and dysfunctional. This is USA Radio News. All packages for a living? A gas-powered Mercedes-Benz Sprinter delivers. Transport people? A Sprinter van with 0% financing is a five-star idea. If food delivery is your thing, then a gas Sprinter caters to you. And if you're a general contractor, the Sprinter with 0% financing nails it. With innovation, safety, and technology, Sprinter is built for you. And it's built for your bottom line with 0% financing. The Mercedes-Benz Sprinter, starting at just 33790 And for a limited time with IRS Section 179, you could be eligible for up to a $25,000 tax deduction. Gas engine, 0% financing, and a possible tax deduction? Now that's a Sprinter that delivers. Mercedes-Benz. Vans. Born to run. MSRP excludes all options, taxes, title, registration, transportation, charge, and dealer prep fee. Options, model availability, national dealer price may vary. See dealer for details about costs and terms. Only valid on 2018 or 2019 Mercedes-Benz Sprinter vans, excluding cap chassis. Qualified commercial customers only. Financing offer valid through January 2nd, 2020. Consult your tax advisor. For more information, limits may apply. Visit mbvans.com. 
Some highlights now from last night's Democratic presidential debate in Atlanta. Mayor Pete Buttigieg. I'm not only running to defeat Donald Trump. I am running to prepare for the day that begins when Donald Trump has left office, to launch the era that must come after Trump. That era must be characterized not by exclusion, but by belonging. Tulsi Gabbard. Let's defeat the divisiveness of Donald Trump. Come together and usher in a 21st century of racial harmony, of racial justice, peace, inclusion, and true equality. Working side by side, let's make Dr. King's dream our reality. Senator Bernie Sanders. I will lead an administration that will look like America, will end the divisiveness brought by Trump and bring us together. For USA Radio News, I'm Wendy King. Remember to find us online at usaradio.com. All right, we're still fighting in the culture war. I know it seems dire, but you know what, folks? We need to be very clear about our efforts to keep fighting. Just because we bring up some serious concerns, that does not mean that we've given up the fight. That does not mean that we're suggesting that we shouldn't do all that we can. We still have a duty, in my humble opinion, to do all that we can for the sacred cause of liberty. And the American Family Association feels similar, Kurt, and they uh, put out an article that's pretty interesting. Well, yeah, um, and they're talking about somebody named... uh Chai, uh, C-H-A-I, Feldblum. And they say, uh, does the name Chai Feldblum ring a bell? Then they tell you she was a Washington bureaucrat who flew under the radar while working to erode our religious freedom in the name of sexual liberty. Feldblum, she served as a commissioner at the U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission E-E-O-C for short, if you want to know, uh, where she championed the cause of sexual radicalism. Uh, She's an open lesbian, and she said this, uh, I'm having a hard time coming up with any case in which religious liberty should win in a conflict with homosexual rights. There can be a conflict between religious liberty and sexual liberty, but in almost all cases, the sexual liberty should win because that's the only way that the dignity of gay people can be affirmed in any realistic manner, end quote. Her uh, term as commissioner was set to expire the 1st of July, just past, I guess, uh, this summer. However, she was, according to the AFA uh, release, she was renominated for another term. Uh, but when AFA supporters and a handful of Republican senators vigorously opposed Feldblum, uh, she withdrew her name. Uh, that and the uh, piece from the American Family Association says that may seem like a small victory in an insignificant skirmish, but it's not. It's the kind of watchman on the wall win that's required to preserve the religious freedom of all Americans. Um, then, you know, the guy, the writer of this tells about his dad, Tim Wildman, tells about his dad who started this thing 40 years ago, Don Wildman, and uh, why, you know, it's important what he did and uh, what we can all do, right, Sam? Yes, and I. 
I really appreciate the efforts of the American Family Association uh, still fighting the fight. You know, there could be a lot of us who could give up. And sadly, that's what I'm afraid a lot of patriots are considering doing is they're considering uh, giving up, I think, Kurt. Sadly so. Um, And I want to make sure that we never do that. I want to make sure that we really realize. And I think that the American Family Association highlighted it. What is it? Don Wildman basically, um, you know, saying, you know, you think this is a small victory to stop her. Well, this is Tim Wildman, or right? Tim, I yes, guess. But he's talking about his dad, Don, yeah. in there as well, and saying. And so Don that, was uh, the one, though, that that what, stopped it? it. Well, that who uh, stopped this lady? I think. Well, just the American Family Association and a handful of Republican senators uh, vigorously opposed this. I'm sure others did. Uh, yeah, and so this she, is an uh, example where they say it's a small victory. Well, this is what the Donald administration is the one that kept her, Kurt. Well, I don't know if they kept her, but somebody renominated her, you know what yeah. I mean? And then we got it shut down. Right. So this is an example. When good people stand up, wonderful things happen. We just need more good people standing up. The, the problem, Kurt, is, and as you wisely point out, there's a few of us, and we're doing our very best. But clearly there's not even close to enough of us. You know, the American Revolution took, what, 3% of the population? Kurt, we don't even have a tenth of a percent that I can see. You know, and so we need more of us is the point. So, yeah, anyway, there certainly you go. wouldn't be having too many in a. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, kind of a, an epic battle, but I want to commend the American Family Association. I really emails from guys like that, Kurt, uh, give me courage. They encourage me. They give me hope. They give me, hey, I'm not alone in this fight. And I think that's one of the things that we really need to do for each other the most. You're not alone in this fight, folks. By the way, uh, just so you know what happened to this poor little Chai Feldblum, um, you know, Democrat, uh, former Equal Employment Opportunity Commission member. Um, she's joined a management side law firm of uh, Morgan Lewis and Blockius after her nomination to a third term was blocked by Republicans in the U.S. Senate. So um, this Law firms, one of the largest labor and employment law firms, uh, and they said that uh, Feldblum and her former EEOC chief of staff. Um, another, See, and if it was a real constitutionalist, Kurt, that got stopped for some reason, they wouldn't even have a job right now. They'd just be, you know, bordering on homeless, you know. Good point. Uh, now, if it was an inside yes. Republican, they'd get the same treatment as the inside Democrats. The swamp monsters have plenty of revolving doors with plenty of cash on the outside and people that are willing to hire them. Uh, but I look at Steve Stockman, for example, once the, that guy gets out of jail, if he ever does, um, yeah. you know, then what's he going to do for a living, Kurt? He'll be begging for a job, the poor guy. Now, I'm not downing Steve. I'm just making a point that, hey, we don't really take care of our own, you know? Yeah, good point. By the way, uh, um, Senator uh, Lee was one of the main, uh, you know, uh, blockers. Well, good of, for uh, Senator Lee. He blocked the renomination of uh, out um lesbian chai feldman he had previously accused her of having radical views on marriage and, well she does uh, yeah she's a nut that's right and she has radical views on this balance between and this is how we started out talking about chick-fil-a you know their goal is to maybe appease the the gay lesbian bisexual transgender agenda and say hey can we sit down at the table and protect religious rights and sexual rights at the same time um not with w- w- people like this you can't kurt because they believe hey 
They fundamentally believe they need to win all the time. There's no compromise in them. There's no willingness to work together and to find out some solution. All right, so there you have it. All right, college students occurred in the news, and I guess a grand experiment took place with college students. And now college students say ditching smartphones for a week changed their lives. Did you see this, Kurt? I might have seen that headline. Uh, we got more details. I think it's a great headline. Yeah, the details are they just did this big study, and it's kind of like the media fast that you hear, you know, kids and students and people and church leaders and stuff advocating for. Right. Well, I guess these students took a media fast, or they kind of, you know, ditched their smartphone for a week, and it changed their lives. They had more face-to-face interaction. They felt less anxious. They got more sleep. I mean, it goes on and on, Kurt. Yeah, it does sound like it was a big plus. Uh, going to ruin the whole uh, world, though. No, it's going to be phenomenal. <laughs> now, the only thing they got to do is, you know, do the media fast except for the Liberty Roundtable Live, right, Kurt? I'm just teasing. Point. I, I joke. This is what most people try to do. They try to set themselves up as the exception all the time. Government schools are bad except for my school. My school's good. My neighbor goes to it. My neighbor teaches at it. My neighbor is the whatever. My aunt's the principal or whatever. Um, you need to understand, ladies and gentlemen, you got to say, hey, I don't have any problem with saying, you know what? Do a media fast from Liberty Roundtable Live for a week. You want to know why, Kurt? All you got to do is go on LibertyRoundtable.com, read the show notes, highlight the parts you want to listen to, the hours, and just catch up a little bit. You know, out of 12 hours of radio we do, you might listen to one, two, three, four of your favorite hours or sections or whatever interests you the most. And you're good. You can kind of uh, catch up on it. I think that's wonderful. And I, so I don't believe, Kurt, at least in the traditional idea that you, you got to be tapped into everything all the time. You don't. And your lives are so much better off. Ditching smartphones for a week changed their lives. Amen. And I think we all need to do more of it, Kurt. All right. I guess this is a victory in federal court, Kurt. Federal court rules that suspicionless. Searches of travelers' phones and laptops are unconstitutional. Activist Post reports this uh, detail. Now, has this hit the mainstream, Kurt? It needs to. Government's literally spying on your phone, your laptop, everything else. The court says it's unconstitutional. You can't do that, Kurt, especially these suspicionless transactions. Uh, It brings back this probable cause idea with due process and stuff, Kurt. Mm-hmm. Now, this is rare, Kurt, but I'm going to say good for the court. It's kind of an unusual situation. Yeah, but it's delightful. Yeah. All right, Donald Trump's tweeting again. And Donald Trump tweeted that many DACA recipients are hardened criminals. But then he vowed to make a deal with Democrats to let them stay in the U.S., Kurt. Do you want to respond to this? This is where I don't understand what President Trump is thinking. <laughs> Hmm. He says they're hardened criminals, but I'll make a deal with the Democrats. To let them stay. stay. Yes, sir. I don't understand it. It'll never make any sense to me. We should never make deal that release hardened criminals on the streets uh, or in our society that leave the innocent as uh, potential victims. Why would we ever intentionally do that? I got a way you could make this deal, Sam. Uh, All right. Kurt's going to tell us how we can make Donald's deal in seconds on your radio.
Can a nation conceived in liberty carry its head high if it denies protection to the youngest and most vulnerable of its citizens? Can a country founded on God-given rights continue to thrive without understanding that life is a precious gift from our Creator? As a physician, I have looked into the eyes of one-pound babies. I have cradled their small bodies in the palm of one hand. I defy those who are careless, who would disregard life and look at these tiny little miracles and say, we're not going to protect that. But I believe there will come a time when we are all judged on whether or not we took a stand in defense of all life from the moment of conception until our last natural breath. One thing I promise you, I will always take a stand for life. As a parent, is receiving a faith-based, character-focused education for your children difficult to find? Do you believe that godly principles should be a central component in your child's education? Imagine a school where faith and integrity are at its center, where heritage and responsibility instill character. For over 40 years, American Heritage School has been educating both hearts and minds, bringing out academic excellence. This is the school where character and embracing the providence of a living God are fundamental, where students' national test scores average near the 90th percentile. With American Heritage School's Advanced Distance Education Program, distance is no longer an issue. With an accredited LDS-oriented curriculum from kindergarten through 12th grade, your children can attend from anywhere in the world. American Heritage School will prepare your child for more than a job. It will prepare them for life. To learn more, visit American-Heritage.org. That's American-Heritage.org. Back with you live. Trump tweeted that many DACA recipients are hardened and uh, they're criminals. But Donald vowed to make a deal with Democrats to let them stay in the country. Kurt can tell us how that makes sense. Kurt? Well, I wasn't going to say how it makes sense, but let me just give this, um, you know, opportunity of a deal with you. Let's just say you were presented this and they said, okay, Sam, you can, if you will keep and allow these DACA immigrants uh, or illegal immigrants to stay in America will let you get rid of the Federal Reserve, the income tax, the 16th Amendment, restore honest money, um, restore the, uh, you know, Constitution. Uh, in other words, we'll only do constitutional things in the government after this. I think you might take that deal, right? I don't understand any of that exactly. I'm just saying if you could if you could get all of the things you wanted, you know, in other words, except for having these uh, whatever these uh, lawbreakers stay here, if if that were the case. But so many times it's the opposite way, Sam. It's uh, uh, they'll say, well, you know, we'll let you have prayer at a football game one time if if you'll uh, take out the Ten Commandments and you'll do all these other things and you know it just seems like we lose so many times yeah so uh, I don't know that, if you're uh, for Donald's deal or not but I'm not for it well I don't know what Donald's deal is yeah, I, I just know, know I'm not for it because it allows uh, you know predators to come on our streets so I'm not yeah, really but for that. like I say if if the deal included all those things by some 
amazing chance, but so many times it's the other way around, uh, you know. Yeah, if God uh, came down, would I accept the king? Sure. Yeah. Good you know, point. I mean, I, you know, you can turn anything into that kind of a deal. And hey, yeah. no matter what deal they made, if it was a good deal, would you do it? Deal is. We don't know what the deal no, is. No, but we so know that the deal knows? allows criminals to be on our streets, though. Right. Yeah. But like I say, if that if that were your choice, if I, if they said, look, we promise to do this. And, you know, I don't think you can agree with that because they lie. But if they said, look, if you keep the DACA guys here. We'll agree to get rid of the Federal Reserve, restore honest money, um, eliminate the 16th and 17th Amendments, uh, make sure that government only does constitutional things after this. We're going to eliminate all the agencies that are unconstitutional. Uh, we'll uh, bring God back into American society. You know, we'll get rid of all these other socialist things. I think you'd almost take that deal. Yeah. Kind of like maybe if Donald could find out if the birth certificate's real. He claimed that he wanted to find that out yeah, when he couldn't get it point. done. Now he can get it done, and I don't hear a single word about it. Yeah. It's kind of like the GOP doing a great job uh, ignoring the truths. But call, Paul Gosar, congressman out of Arizona, doing a great job. He drops reality that Epstein didn't kill himself during the impeachment hearing. I guess it's a coded message a little bit, but uh, he basically said, hey, he didn't kill himself there. So there you have that, Kurt. I find that fascinating. Yeah. I mean, uh, uh, you're going to find... Uh these and of course is a Breitbart piece and he's from Arizona we know him uh, and uh, you know he he basically the headline reads GOP's or the grand old parties or the Republican parties Paul Gosar drops coded Epstein didn't kill himself message during impeachment hearing um, I guess uh, the phrase has become a uh, well I mean basically uh, <laughs> It's become a social media phenomenon in recent weeks with countless users inserting the phrase in memes and dropping the line in seemingly unrelated conversations. He took to the next level in a string of impeachment-related tweets. First letter of each tweet spells out the phrase. Uh, when taking the first letter, so he put evidence. Yeah, see, Kurt, I don't understand all the subterfuge and all that stuff, though. I don't understand. I know. Uh, anyway, these are each one of the words, but if you take the first letter, it says Epstein didn't kill himself. Uh, so it's just interesting that he would do that. You know, I, I, why, why cover it up? Why not just, you know, say it? Yeah. I don't know. But, I don't know if he wants to get out the word, but he's afraid. It's hard yeah. for me to you know, understand. He, yeah, but but G. Edward Griffin uh, points out that, you know, Donald Trump's how he was elected is kind of a strange deal. His relationship with Henry Kissinger and George Soros and those kind of things. You know, I think uh, G. Edward Griffin's on to something with that discussion. You know. Kind of an interesting uh, concern there, ladies and gentlemen. But I say, you know, good for Paul at least being willing to acknowledge it. And highlight it. I just wish you had some guts to make an issue out of it. All right. KSL is in the news, Kurt, the biggest news organization in Utah, and they've actually done some investigating. I don't even know how to respond to this story. I know it's kind of a shocker, Sam, but um, what what typically we see with these, uh, you know, entities is if 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 they do some news 
you know, coverage or really, you know, go into something. Um, it's it's just so light um, and it's hardly uh, detailed, if you will, or hardly in depth. Uh, in this case, uh, Sam, they're, you know, looking deep and we congratulate them. Uh, but it's so seldom, uh, you know, that I guess I would say I'm just kind of shocked, you know. Uh, what do you think of the, uh, well, let's dig into this investigation from KSL. KSL investigates. Go ahead. And what they're basically talking about, uh, ladies and gentlemen, is, uh, they've found these, uh, court cases or these instances where a bunch of, uh, high level, uh, officials have been accused of, uh, sexual improprieties or whatever and so then the cities and the counties end up paying uh, what I call hush money but uh, um, you know these guys actually did some uh, detailed um, work on it Sam I mean I yeah and they basically investigate shocked. and say that it's out of control that the government's the first to settle and hush hush these cases up and it costs plenty of money they say it's not a matter of taxpayer expense though and see I think that to some degree it is a matter of that but then they highlight the sexual harassment. Uh, I guess there was a sexual harassment uh, article that came out in, like, 2015. Sexual harassment in the Salt Lake City Police Department, Kurt, just adding insult to injury on this thing. And the upshot of the investigation is, hey, it's all true. There's sexual harassment everywhere in all kinds of government. And, you know, that's why 90% of this government needs to go away. Uh, but they don't really do anything with the investigation. They just blow the whistle on it as happening. But I don't really see any sea change or accountability or anything, Kurt. I don't see the Me Too movement folks going berserk. And I don't see somebody scrambling to try to prevent us from using our tax dollars to create hush money to protect the inside swamp uh, in the state of Utah or anywhere else for that matter. So, I mean, I understand the point. And I appreciate KSL for documenting the facts. But what is it now? We now reported it. Move on. Well, I think so. Seinfeld's on. I mean, what you know? You got to move on to the ball game, and you know, whatever, right? Yeah, seems like. See, and that's kind of the concern that I have. I appreciate, but look, I guess this uh, rock star in the Salt Lake City Police Department lady, uh, she done everything right. Her credentials are longer than your arm. She's just incredible. And I guess she was sexually harassed and didn't say anything about it. And uh, you know, and I don't know what to say about these women who don't say anything about it. On one hand, I understand on the other hand i they kind of help this stuff continue by their silence yeah uh, and i don't mean in, to attack women case. with that discussion i just mean to say that you know we've got to have more accountability but again the more government you have where people have power over others the more this is going to be a problem Kurt. And the more cover-ups and the more taxpayers dollars used for this now she didn't say anything but a colleague did yeah, that's right. Um, and the KSL investigators actually looked at 432 government entities. This is just in Utah, Sam. Every town, every um, city, every county, every school district, every state agency. Uh, six months doing this. Um, and uh, they dug through thousands of pages of sexual harassment cases, lawsuits, and settlements over the past 10 years. And one of those settlements grabbed headlines back in 2015, they said. And this is the one you're talking about. This lady's, uh, she was the first woman on the SWAT team and the public face of the department for many years. Her name was uh, Hyden, H-E-I-D-E-N. Um, and uh, 
she says she should have reported it early on, never did. Um, and uh, then it just got worse and worse until somebody finally reported it on her behalf. She sat down with these KSL investigators, opened up about a case she's never spoken about publicly. She was one of three female police officers who made headlines saying they were sexually harassed by a superior officer. Um, this is back in 2011. We're at 2019, so it's eight years ago. Picture was one of the big things that was spread around the department. I had heard from a couple of people that they'd been shown a picture of me in my bikini and my best friend that we did not give to him. Uh, Hayden said that's where the harassment started and it continued for years. Finally, someone reported it anonymously. An internal affairs review substantiated inappropriate behavior, but Hayden said no action was taken against the accused officer. Well, but here's to the other day, problem. They say that the reason yes. the colleague found out about this it's because there was a photo going around of her in a bikini or, I don't know, in some state yeah. of whatever. I don't want to get too salacious into the details, but here's my point. How do you not know about it when a photo is being passed around? At some point, a cover-up took place here, folks. At some yeah. point, this was the culture, and it was acceptable for this to be. Now, I appreciate whoever the whistleblower was to stand up and stop it. But again, with the photos being passed around and everything else, it's a kind of a wink, wink, and a nod, nod, isn't it, Kurt? Sounds like it. Um, and, uh, you know, they ended up um, getting the police chief uh, to resign over how the situation was handled. Uh, and, uh, you know, they say this is a settlement or this is a complaint that's heard far too often. Sexual harassment claims that go unheard and unpunished uh, in the public sector. And then, it's Kurt, not... we're supposed to trust the police department, right? Well, yeah, that's what they say. And how do you do that when, really, is there even any accountability in the story today? So this one guy resigned. But, Kurt, this is, you know, criminally prosecutable, isn't it? Yeah. You know, and one of the things that, uh, at least that I feel like, they say, some cases KSL found the government's agency's insurance company paid the settlements, but not in every case. Says uh, Hayden says it's important to know she was sexually harassed by a single individual and it was not a department-wide problem. Nonetheless, it was a problem she had to speak up about. But I disagree uh, with her. If a picture's being passed around and people know about it and no one reports it and everything else, there's a culture of protection. Whether they participated in it or not by passing the photo around unless it just went to this one guy. Okay, what I mean is uh, there's levels of participation and levels of cover-up, Kurt, and criminal activity going on. And no one... And I guess the city or the taxpayers ended up paying uh, these individuals, uh, two of her fellow officers as well as her, 85 grand apiece. Did the guy go to prison? Not that I know of, Sam. See what I'm talking about? Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you right now we're on the brink of complete societal breakdown. I know it isn't here yet, and it feels peaceful, and I know it may be a long way off, but I'm telling you, if we continue down this road, there will be no trust for the courts, for the cops, for anything governmental. There'll be an absolute outright hatred, and sadly, justifiably so. Now, that doesn't mean I'm endorsing any action. I'm just saying that, you know what, at some point, when does the declaration come into play? When do we say we just can't trust government anymore at all? I pray that day never comes, but predict if we continue on this course that it will. The answer is to return to God and repent. We declare this nation shall endure. God save the Republic of the United States.